only you know it There's such a lot of living to do They're sassy, sexy, spunky, witty, and best of all, opinionated. They are the girlfriends. And now here are Shelly, Whitney, and Shauna. Hello, everyone. It's great to be back for week two of The Girlfriends on webradiotalk.net. The Girlfriends, Shelly MacArthur, Whitney Lasky, and Shauna Montgomery. Hey, girlfriends. Hey, hey girlfriends. Woo! We're so back again. Back again, week two. And I'm Shelley MacArthur, and we are going to be talking about all sorts of things today. Um, some of the topics we're going to be discussing are, you know, it's been a big week for graduations around the world, as we all know. Still going on. In and some, and yeah. it's, it's still going on. And we've got another big holiday coming up on Sunday. Father's Day. I thought every day was Father's Day. Well, they'd like to think that every day is Father's <laughs> Day. That doesn't necessarily happen. But we're going to talk about a little bit about Father's Day. And um, what, what do you get for the good father? And then what do you get for the bad father when you don't really even want to talk about the bad father? And don't forget about those deadbeat dads out there. And the deadbeat dads. Do they get anything? Dad, do they get <laughs> That's true, <laughs> and we've got a big dinner that's going to be coming up with um, one of our vice, uh, one of our presidential candidates, Mitt Romney, which is fun to talk about. And we had an incredible happening that uh, happened in Chicago this week that is known throughout the the world actually because it is the greatest hospital, children's hospital, that has ever been developed, and that is Children's Memorial Hospital at Northwestern here in Chicago, which is now known as the uh, Lori Children's Hospital, the Lori Hospital. And that was an amazing feat. We're going to talk a little bit about that and how they got that accomplished this week. But I want to start out by just mentioning to you um, what a great weekend I personally had this last week. Um, you know, I am a singer. I'm a professional singer. And I had the opportunity to be performing on the East Coast this last oh great this last weekend which was really fun it happened to also be george bush seniors 89th birthday tomorrow oh, oh wow God. yeah and barbara How's bush is doing he's doing he is so amazing and barbara bush's birthday was this last sunday which was yesterday so they had an incredible weekend scheduled um not that we were invited to any of it, but it was okay. They had a hundred dignitaries in oh from gosh. around the world, and they Wait, had uh, the, uh, in Kennebunk, in Kennebunkport, Maine, awesome. uh, which they have their home in Kennebunkport, Maine. They also had the Wait, H what's it called? Walkers Point. Walkers Point. Where did they? The security must have been crazy. The security was crazy. They had helicopters. They had, uh, they had boat. You know, George W brought the George W. Bush aircraft carrier in wow. that they hosted a party on. Oh, that must have been incredible. Which yeah, was... You can imagine. Which was really incredible, but... How was the weather? The weather was not exactly 90. It was... Um, the season hasn't really started. It was a little bit cool, and it was... It was nice. 
but it was also happened to be the Kenny Bunk Wine and Food Festival this weekend. So it was really busy on the East Coast. <gasps> I wonder why is it that big? It can't be that big of a place. It must have I wonder really... why you packed down a few pounds. It was big. <laughs> no, it was big. It was really huge. Um, I had the opportunity, though, Lobster to Lobster roll, Chardonnay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had so many wines. And, you know, I don't, I'm not really a drinker of white wines, but I drank them all that night. Um, <laughs> Good there was, well, the, the uh, Thursday night I sang for, uh, it was sponsored by the Cellar Door Winery, which is going to be one of the largest wineries, if not already, on the East Coast, so they're trying to reincarnate ah, like a Napa Valley. That's great. And all the proceeds went towards um, share our strength so that no child goes hungry. And every dollar raised connected in a child's name uh, gave 10 meals to one good child. Cause. So it was really a good cause. So where, where did you sing? So I sang, under, I sang under a tent. Um, it was about 400 people. And Bettina Dalton, who is the chairman and the owner of the Cellar Door Winery, has created this week in Maine of incredible foods and pairings with wines. And so she sponsored this event and they brought burlesque dancers and can-can dancers. And they had, oh, Alice Tan Ridley, who's a wonderful performer. I kind of opened for her, but it was okay. Um, what, what is she? Is she a she, singer? Or? She's a big black singer. Love it. And she's, yeah, she was really incredible. She played a lot of, she sang a lot of covers. And so that was really exciting. And I had the opportunity to perform with the Chris Humphrey Orchestra out there, which was great. I brought my pianist in, Brad Williams, and then he brought all the charts. And so I sang, and that was really, 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 really fun. Well, wait, let me ask you, because the, the format of it, did they block streets off, or was it... They blocked, uh, they did block streets, they had that shuttles. That's huge to have all those yeah. people. Yeah, they had about 400 people. It was Kenny Bunk's tiny, You could tiny. probably ride your bike yeah. faster than you could drive somewhere. Yeah, there were those that did ride the bikes. They rode the bikes and the properties. And then Friday night, Bill and I hosted a party for 19 people, none of whom we knew. Um, those people, too, came in on a trolley. Wow. And that was the food festival night, and we had two incredible chefs, Arlen Smith oh and God. Uh, Andrew like Taylor feast. from the very famous restaurant Hugo's in Portland. Oh, yeah. And they presented a seven-course meal wow. with wine pairings, and then I had to sing after them. <laughs> <laughs> I had to sing. How are you feeling? A little bloated? <laughs> it wasn't the bloated. It was the pulled. I drank the port to the end. You had port? Yeah. Wow. Drank the port. You oh, go, girl. God. And of course, Bill was mad at me. You only you know, live once. Like, this is serious. Don't be like that. I said, just I'm enjoying the port. You know, seven courses. <laughs> I had the port. And then I had to get up and sing. He was taking oh, it I'll very tell you, seriously. Those wine things, though, are killers. Wait, they let's get. What, what did you wear? I want to know what you wore to the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, to the show. Okay, Wait, was George the... Bush Jr. there, too? No. George oh. Bush Jr. Okay, back to Bush. Let's. Um, he had three presidents. There were three presidents there. And Bill, my husband, ran into George Bush Jr., who was the 43rd president of w. the United States. Mm-hmm. He w. ran into him at the golf course. Well, that just made his day. Oh, that yeah. Weekend, so he was all excited. Of course, he had Brad with him with the long hair down to his shoulders. <laughs> Security had to look 
they did a once over on Brad. I love you, Brad, but they did do a once over. Oh, that's like, funny. Who's the Democrat in the group? Right. Um, but Bill was excited about that. But so he had. Yeah, you're I, really I, out in Republican country. Now. Yeah, very Here, much. put this blue I, blazer I think, on. And I don't know if this <laughs> is patch. true. I think Bill Clinton <laughs> right. and Hillary might have been there because George uh, Sr. is very, very fond of the Clintons. I think well, he you might know have what? Been there. I'm I glad. Know. Well, they weren't a long time ago. That's exactly. just gotten mm-hmm. back and together. They do and all that humanitarian Clinton, work together. I'm glad to see that. I'm glad to see that happening now because well, Clinton's a very good voice in the. I think so too. It's gonna. I think that it's gonna be like religion. We're all gonna be one someday. I hope so. There's nobody, but you know what? Clinton is. I don't know the most charismatic. I mean, he really. He's a handsome dude. No he doubt. just has it. You know, well, he walks into a room and you just. He has it. And you know, I and, think and they, Congress got along when Bill Clinton was president. But I think they all have that. Charisma. Not to get off the subject of your yeah, saying. Let's not talk about But politics. I still want to know what you wore. What did okay. you wear? Yeah. So Thursday night, what did I wear? Well, it was a. Tr- I had two dresses. Well, actually, I took up four dresses. I had three. Of <laughs> Why not? Pieces of I thought she was going to say four trunks. Yeah. yeah. But I ended up wearing. I ended up wearing a black dress by Kay Unger, which was an unusual choice. Oh, yeah. wow. And Why would you choose black, though? You know so what? Hot. I wasn't going to. I had an Emilio Pucci dress filled with colors because it was a French yeah, theme. I, would think- I put it on that night. It just didn't work. I changed three times before I went out. Just didn't. So I said, you know what? Go with the black. And then I had kind of a marabou huh. stole. I know it sounds kind of weird. Listen, in Kenny Bunk, it was huge. Yeah, that was Glamorama. It was it was huge. That was huge for Kenny Bob. It was huge. And I had Trump. It was it was very wild. I was very happy. I literally, when I got out there, because everybody was talking, and, you know, I haven't really done a lot of performances like that. But you're um, great at that. Yeah. You're great. Necessarily, when everyone's talking, I forgot the words several times. I had to look at Brad and kind of oh freak out. But, yeah, I know. It's one of those. <laughs> it, was, it was the port. <laughs> it was the port. No, this was before the port. Anyhow, it was a wonderful weekend, and... Um, it was lots of lots of fun, and so I know. Let's the girlfriends give a big shout out for Barbara and George Bush. Yes, happy, happy birthday. birthday! So we're really happy for for all because it's they are such an incredible family in our country, and I think they've done a remarkable job raising all those children and having and say, presidents. Uh, and say what you will. I mean, that's service to our country. They, their families right. have you know, you know and to have a, a president as a son and a governor and incredible. I mean, who knows what, you know, and Jeb's son, who's so gorgeously handsome. Oh. Yeah, and Spanish, and, you know, I think that's going to be a whole chapter and... that's going to happen in itself. But it'll continue. Hope but so. I know that there were a lot of uh, graduations that happened that happened throughout the week. And oh, wow. so you are listening to the Girlfriends Web Radio Talk.net, and we are going to be discussing all the graduations that went around the country and that are happening. And Shauna, why don't you help oh, us well, out? With I that? just had a graduation Lollapalooza weekend. <laughs> it was one graduation <laughs> after the next. That's not till August. And you know, I've got to tell you, this graduation is really I mean, I don't remember my graduation being as festive and went on for a week and Which nightly activities. Your eighth grader? My eighth grade graduate. I went to an eighth grade graduation. I, I just want to stop you here because for you to say that is just, I, I mean, I don't know. Where's Shauna? Who are you? I know. And this I'm is, I mean, because you're for the party the, planner. Right, for the person who throws like these magnificent parties and birthday parties, well, you know. Well, you know, 
I went to the eighth grade graduation of my daughter and it went on for probably four to five days. It we did. had we had events Non-stop. child we like had Woodstock. events that went on, you know, the school has the graduation on Wednesday night and then of course the parents throw a huge you know, we've got the DJ going, all the boys and girls in their, you know, party dresses. It was really, really cute and festive. And then over the weekend, I went to a high school graduation of and friends of ours. that was just ours. like, what kind of a fest was that? <laughs> it was just a, a lot of the same of the same. But were the, the thing, kids, let me ask you this, were the boys and the girls in the eighth grade graduation, were they dancing in front yes. of the parents? Yes. And then, well, the, what and then they only grinding? four more years were they... What we did, we did a very interesting thing. And we had the kids all at a very long table. And we had the DJ and everything under a canopy. And the parents dined separately in the terraces. So we oh, were that's kind nice. of offset, but we were still there. But I have to tell you, after speaking with... And I want to hear your thoughts on this. Everyone was saying, what did you get Meredith for graduation? You know, and I'm thinking, you know, she's opening up a little ring dish that says, you know, heart you more. Right. Or something. <laughs> and they're like, well, we're taking, you know, Abigail to uh, Paris and we're going on a bike trip. Our family, we're doing it in July. And I was like, overprivileged really? children. No, but I was like, really, do you have to do that? I mean, education I was just kind of an expected thing. You just expect, you go through eighth grade, you go through high school. Do you really have to have a huge, tremendous reward? I think I mean, is that the lesson that we're sending out here? So I was like, oh, I just got her a little ring dish while people are going to Bangkok. They're going good to for you, though. I mean, <laughs> good for you. But, you know, I, I just don't feel you needed to do that. And I felt like, well, anyway, so that was a whole other thing. But, you know, then, of course, I go to the high school graduation, and they're getting cars, and, you know. <laughs> Bobby <laughs> so got a Porsche. So... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jimmy Joe got the horse, and right. But you know what? I think that's, that's kind of the culture that we live in. You know, we, you know, these kids are all trophied up. You know, they smile, they get a trophy. You know, they get their teeth clean, they get a trophy. You know, it, it's, you know, is it the parents or the kids? You know, I think a lot of it is the parents. There's a lot of competition, I think, between the parents of, you know, where are you going on vacation? Where do you, you know? And that's then it true. spills down into the kids. You know, and it's interesting though because. Meredith didn't feel left out. She doesn't, you know, she just went around and said, I got a ring dish for, <laughs> to put by my side of my bed, and which I really appreciate. I don't own any rings, thought, but. You know, it wasn't like, Mom, <laughs> yeah. everybody's going yeah. away, and I can't. So I just thought that was really interesting. And everyone's kind of, was kind of keeping up with the Joneses and topping the Joneses. And right. I, I just thought it was just. you're really topping the Joneses. I think it's just, I think that's just our society today. It's like. It's a bad, it's, it's, it is. I feel we have to do something. I don't think these kids all have to get things. They can just They have to be, yeah, they, you know, I think there's definitely a feeling that kids have to be programmed all the time. But don't you guys realize, I mean, when you go out to Starbucks or see someone, like, what are you doing this summer? Like, you feel bad if you're like, well, nothing to be hanging out. Our boys right now, I have not seen. I, I, I haven't seen. Well, let me just, seen let me just say this though to, uh, to wrap this up on all the graduation because in the paper today and I'm just uh, the the whole percentage has gone so high now with kids graduating from high school and colleges, so which I think is wonderful. I do too. Oh, on on that topic, I don't know if you guys saw um, this is incredible graduation speech that. Um, uh, Wellesley High School English teacher David McCullough Jr. Um, 
in, in he's a teacher in the Boston area, and the title of his commencement address was, You're Not Special, You're Not Exceptional, Quoting Empirical Evidence. Across the country, no fewer than 3.2 million seniors are graduating now from more than 37,000 high schools. That's 37,000 valedictorians, 37,000 wow. class presidents, wow. 92,000 harmonizing altos, 340,000 swaggering jocks, 2,185,000 uh, pairs of Uggs, and he added, even if you're one in a million on a planet of 6.8 billion, that means that there are nearly 7,000 people just like you. And uh, he made the statement on parents who overdo it. In a modern society focused on uh, collecting achievements, you've been pampered, yep. doted upon, bubble wrapped, feted and fawned over and called sweetie pie. Uh, but uh, he adds, you see, if everyone was special, then nobody is special. If everyone gets a trophy, trophies become meaningless. Uh, we have of late as Americans, to our detriment, come to love accolades more than genuine achievement. And he says that uh, it, it does push students to recognize real achievement. The fulfilling life, the distinctive life, the relevant life is an achievement. And he encouraged the graduates to do whatever you do for no reason other than the fact that you love it exactly. and believe in its importance. Showing the passion. Wow, that's, yeah. really, that's really interesting. You know, I... <laughs> That's really interesting. You know, I said to um, Scott, keeps reminding me that I reminded him that I used to say to both my two older boys that are out in Hollywood now, acting, directing, and writing. And we keep thinking, okay, now how long do they stay out there before you give them the hook? And they keep saying, Mom, you said do what you love. And it is true. If you do what you love and you have a passion for what you do, which they're doing, so I'm very proud of them. But Sometimes it gets can be funny, it's but a very it, tough business. It's to a be tough in. business, but you know they're all tough businesses. So I think it's finding what you love and what you do. But getting back to the speech, Whitney, that you um, that you picked up on, which was really great. Yeah, what I mean, we're always doing all these achievement-based accolades right. for these kids. That's right. Well, the funny part, I think. The whole title of that, You're Not Special, when you're in college and you go through that experience of those four years, I mean, does it really, does it really present the real world that's out there? Not no. really. You think you're, you know, the awesome jock or the, you know, the, right. the band leader or whatever. That's a, that's a bubble. And talk about being bubble wrapped. I think that he, he really expressed it. You're not special. You're going to go out there just like every Tom, Dick, and Harry. Right. Apply for a job. Be shut down. Maybe get it. Maybe not. The problem of it following your passion, which I agree wholeheartedly, you got to have that willpower and staying power to really follow it because you're not going to get that instant gratification. It's true. What and about finding your that? passion, though? I, I you know, Sometimes I think I'm still trying to find my passion. I, I think with Blake, you know, with college, you know, looking at colleges and figuring out, that. well, what There's, program? What do you want to major in? How do they you know? know that they're too young? You don't. So I wonder when your passion. How do you, you know, I just throwing that out there. How do you know what you're passionate about? Well, I went through <laughs> in college. I went through about four different. I mean, at first I was in fashion design, then in journalism, then in photography. Statistically, college graduates switch majors three times. Well, on my average. husband, who I think has been very I don't successful, think I did he did not know what he really wanted to do until he was 29 years old. 
So he thought he was going to be a doctor. He started in pre-med. He, you know, so I, I, I don't know. Sometimes it just comes to you. I think you just take courses that you're interested in. But one of the things that I think is really funny that that we're mentioning that you said in your uh, in the talk, Whitney, the speech that you listened to. Yeah, I love that. Was um, you know when you graduate from college, you know well, this is from high school, but oh, high school. But yeah. you know a lot of the college graduates. Have you ever noticed though the ego they come out with, and that they go, "I'm not working as a runner for the advertising agency. I just took," and they all are like, "I am so educated." But you know, you all have to start at the bottom with diligence and everybody does even if you're really educated it's just how but life these is kids don't think they yeah they don't. Don't. this know. is that's a they whole go, different Mom, work i'm not going to start at you know, Mom, you know in the mail room i know you know i don't do that i didn't go to four years of education for i mean it's amazing and well, you know i want now even knox being uh, this is his last summer to hang out I don't care whether he's painting bleachers on the football field or painting curbs or something. He's getting a job next summer for sure, sure. Hard to get a job though when you he can he can put gasoline in the boats on the lake. He can paint piers. He doesn't have to get an astronomical job. He just got to get out there and get his little piggy bank filled. No, I I agree. I mean, it plus it gives them. A but I think it's yeah, it speaks to the work ethic and. You guys remember in, I'm in, still looking for a job. Remember in Social Network, that one uh, courtroom scene where they're deposing uh, Mark Zuckerberg in the scene, and he answered like in a very arrogant yes. manner. And I remember turning to Blake, and I was like, gosh, I mean, God, who, who talks to you know adults that way? And he's like, Mom, that's the way we're taught to respond to questions. Wow. And I think that a lot of, you know, you know, in, in terms of the way our kids are educated, you know, these kids are really bright, you know. They're bright and they have confidence. Right. And Mark had confidence. I mean, I never had that confidence. I love that movie. I never had the confidence to be able to be, I'm just starting to get that confidence. So, you know, I think it takes a while. Do you remember the, in the... Um, that, that assembly we had with the shrink from Northwestern who talked about, you know, that the best thing to do, you know, every mom in this room is going to say, what do you want for your kids? And you're all going to say, we just want our kids to be happy. Aaron and, Cooper. Right. And he was like, that's just a lot of bunk because what the fact of the matter is, is that, you know, children only learn to be independent through adversity. Exactly. So, you know, and, and that, we're always trying to pick our kids up and, and, Put them together without letting them go through adversity. I think that's one of the biggest challenges of parents, including myself, that right now we're not letting them fail. Right. Well, that's the yeah, and I think that's what and this that's, guy was talking about. You know, the they, trophy. We, we trophy yeah. them. You, you. That's a life lesson. You fail before you succeed, and you know what? That's so true. And we always want to protect, protect. I'm that's still, just, I'm still getting Liam up out of bed. Well, we're changing that, but you know, but it's hard to stand back. When you know that, you know, you see the writing on the wall, it's hard to stand back and not want to fix it, you know. But, you know, the, the PR director at the Four Seasons was telling me that, that parents call, you know, when, the, when employees have their job reviews and say, like, why did you, you know, give Suzy Q a bad review? I mean, that's crazy. It's got to end at some point. You know, when do we that's end? Right. The, You've got to stop hand-holding, and yeah. it's the hardest thing for me, too. But, you know, for those... Kids that are going off to college or applying to colleges, because we all have children that are doing that right now, the girlfriends do. Um, you know, I thought that was really a wonderful, I, I, it was just reassuring to hear from Dr. Aaron Cooper when he had said, you know what, 
you might not like the college you go to. Right. There's 1,700 colleges in America. Yeah. You will get into one. You'll get into one. And you might not like it, but it's okay. You know, it was just reassuring to hear that because, you know, I don't remember. You don't have to love everything you're doing. And we're always trying to make sure that our kids are happy and that they love everything. Doesn't, you don't have to do that. And he also, when he said, you know, not everyone is going to Harvard because we all, you know, we all think, you know, the day our child is born, children. you know, he's going to Harvard. He's going to be a doctor. Oh, Meredith does have one girl very bright in her class that from day one, since she's been in second grade, she has said, I am going to Harvard. And this girl probably damn well will go to Harvard. I hope she and does. And what about, wait, if she let's doesn't. just talk about Boy Wonder here. Oh, yeah. That was the 12-year-old boy that was the first graduate at 12, year old, 12 years old from the University of Chicago Medical School. Now, talk about his humility. He Read didn't a little really bit of that sound shot. like he had humility. No, but he said it doesn't, it's just my way of life or something. He said, I guess it's a good feeling to be the youngest, but it doesn't feel like something particularly unusual to me. Hello? He's 12. Wait, he's 12 and he has his medical degree. Yeah. Wow. He entered college at the age of nine. He went to medical school at 12, and he begins his medical career next week with a residency in pediatric neurology at the University of Chicago Hospitals. That's incredible. That's huge. That's incredible. His name is Yano. Now, wait, do I want to see Yano? Yano at 12 years old when I go in if something were happening to me? I don't know. Wow. Maybe I should. Yano, maybe Yano can raise my kids. Yeah, but what, what kind of medicine? Because Yano neurology. down the back. Brain. Neurology. Oh, great. Oh, so, urology or neurology? Neurology. Neuro- oh, okay. Okay. Um, and, and, you know, and the mother said, I'm very proud of Yano, um, that he's number one. Um, I'm also very happy. Thank God he's even going to gynecology. Yeah, right. so he hasn't even seen him a JJ. <laughs> I'm very proud of Yano. <laughs> it's a good thing. Gynecology and inside look. Yeah. <laughs> that would be one way to get around. So uh, I don't know, but anyhow, his mother's very proud of him, and, and she should be. Um, I don't know. He, he says he doesn't have to prove anything to anybody. Well, he doesn't but really. That's, I mean, that's a lesson. Now, is there? A, is, now, think about that boy. Do you think he's on an island by his by himself? No, he doesn't think so. And I that's mean, what's the most important thing. I mean, he how, doesn't think it's. Unusual. He doesn't think he's special. He doesn't think he's special. It's just and, who know, he is. He's just a gift. He's just a product. It's in his own. And I think that's. Um, and now they've God, got apparently amazing. Um, they have a second young genius in the family who's a, the 15-year-old daughter, Sayuri, who got her bachelor's degree in biology from Roosevelt University in 2010, and she's a violinist. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, how do you I don't relate? know. It's gene. How do you relate? It's, you know, it's gene. That's in it's the, the DNA. Gene pool. Oh, absolutely. So Boy how Wonder. How come this never happens to like a... shout out from the girlfriends to Boy, Boy Wonder. Boy shout Wonder. out to Boy Woo! Wonder. You did it. Yeah, Happy you graduation. Rock, you rock. I how, come, how come this stuff never happens to fat white kids? That's <laughs> what I want to know. Well, let's talk about those fat white kids because we, you know, Bloomberg just did an incredible thing. Oh, my god! Of all the stuff he has on his plate. Okay. I know, what but did, I think you know what? Good. It takes Wait, one person. Let's, let's hit the topic on okay. Bloomberg. I mean, that okay, was... we're talking from the girlfriends, webradiotalk.net. 
Okay, we're going on to obesity. Let's well, go on really to obesity. obesity. Well, let's talk I love how she turns and looks at Whitney. <laughs> we're going on to obesity. Okay. Obesity. Well, you're the one that has all those okay, things. I'm ready. things in your house. I don't know. <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm always ready for Thanksgiving yeah, dinner oh any God. time of the night or day. You've got all those, I don't know, things. The first time I met you, don't you remember going <laughs> into my refrigerator and you said, Shauna, does anybody eat here? And my refrigerator is very organized. Very and organized. She said, you could, Whitney said, Shauna, you could walk into my home, go into my refrigerator, and I could cook you a whole turkey dinner in a matter of 15 <laughs> minutes. Well, you know, it's I true. get concerned because when... I'm not concerned, but you know, when, when Noxie and Meredith come over to my house, they eat just like, they eat like there's no tomorrow. Do you feed them? I don't cook, girls. Yes, I, I know, but you have an athlete. I know. Well, he eats, he but doesn't, I do not cook. He needs some protein in there. I see, that's what I say. Is, I'm it, trying to do lamb chops. My husband's fat. My son needs to bulk up. <laughs> it's you like know, a shift to be a short order cook, not that's just right. a cook. And I'm not, I, I don't cook. So a nutritionist, what can I do? a dietitian, a short order cook. And then if I have anybody else in, in, the, in the kitchen, such as a cook or a chef or a neighbor or that comes over children. and helps me, my husband looks at me like, he gets mad at you. Isn't drink. this over the top? Isn't this over? Yeah, but the he wants uh, he wants one of those big dining meals all the time. Oh, yawn, oh. yawn. Yeah, he, he wants, wants the whole fall for fall wine you, you don't and know. all the meal. He knew that before he my married you. My son wants just a big cheeseburger and fries, and my daughter will have you know shrimp, caviar, salmon. So her send favorite. him to Whitney's because okay, she's yeah, a I could turn that out, no problem. Oh, I am delighted to have them come over to Whitney's or to your house. But it is, I mean, it is really challenging to have. Kids that have, and a husband that have very specific, you know, my husband, same thing. You know, he wants like the appetizer, the main course, you know, the soup course, you know. And, uh, you know, my kids have been raised now that way. I feel bad for whoever they marry or what they're going to do. Because well, Blake will probably be cooking because Blake will be Blake will be the kid in the frat, like smoking a side of beef, I think. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we killed a pig. And but, but don't you find that really, I, I am so proud of Bloomberg. I like that. Well, Wait, what did he do? What did he do? Well, Bloomberg has, uh, he has brought to everyone's awareness about supersizing, all the supersizing sugary sodas that, uh, that has resurrected. And, you know, he is saying that he does not, there's only a certain, out, a certain amount that he wants. He does not, lo no longer want all this supersized. So, so like when you're in New great. York, you can't get a supersized no, Slurpee? What, no, what he's saying is any machine that you go to, That'll a Coke machine right. seven up. You will get small Pepsi. cans. Yeah, you can you know still you that. can still buy in your grocery store the thirty two ounce. But if you go into and I think I, I got this right, I'm not sure, but if you do McDonald's or Wendy's, you can't supersize anymore. He's trying to pass this law that they can just serve do you know what? I think it's a great idea. I mean, even when you go into a restaurant, dude, the portion sizes. I mean, come on, America. What's that going is on? infringing on my rights to well, you know, and this eat is as what... many fries and drink as much pop as I want. I don't think no, so. No, I don't think it All should be. All we have to do, I mean, do I don't think many... it should be government control, but let's just to, to everybody. I mean, why do we have to hear there these There are big, so many huge fatties portions. out there. I mean, really, we've got to get a grip it's on the it. United Kids, States. women, men. My reunion this past weekend. Oh, how was that? I died. I almost died when I walked in. I found it really depressing. It wasn't that people lost hair. The hair was still on their head. Everyone had their own <laughs> teeth and stuff. But everybody, all my classmates were fat. 
And I'm not, I'm not talking chubby, was, I'm talking fat. I always think the teeth are a big thing when you're getting older. I Ooh, think yeah, it's, yeah. I, I mean like, Ooh. you know what? Go get some Crest white strips. And scope. One of my, one, scope. one of my best friends, you know, Breath past childhood best friends Breath passed away. Everything. And same thing, I got to the funeral late and I was standing in the back and I was looking around and I was like, oh, looking for people that I knew. And then I realized when everyone turned around, like, oh my gosh, we're old. And fat. Except for you. <laughs> they thought you were very glamorous. Yeah, but and you know what? And we are the, the girlfriends. girlfriends. <laughs> so, Glamour is hard work. And we're in our uniforms right now. We ended up, I don't know, yeah. these are our scrubs, the girlfriend scrubs. We're sitting here in white sweats and white t-shirts. Yeah, there wasn't a memo just, or anything. I, it just happened. We all walked in and it's all v-neck t-shirts. That's so funny. I shouldn't be wearing a v-neck, but... No, unfortunately, crew necks are out this year, I guess. V-neck is the thing. Oh, is it? Yeah. yeah. I like it. I it's hard to find a really good t-shirt that you really like. It is. It's very, very tough. But wait, go back to Bloomberg for a minute. Whitney, you had a really good point because um, about sugary soft drinks. Do you, I mean, I know you're cautious of having all those drinks in your house. What do you do with, the, with your boy? She's got every refrigerator. <laughs> what are you cautious? <laughs> Coke, 7-Up, Orange Pop, Dr. Pepper. Um, you know what? I because kids seem to just be based on where we live they go near to school, I, we're kind of centrally located. So kids just come over, they pop in, they pop out. Um, both of your sons popped in and popped out this weekend. And I have like a fridge that just is stocked up with water and Coke, no, Diet Coke. Nobody drinks the water though, they you know, go to the pops. Yeah. Um, so I have the, sort of my teenager, you know, refrigerator. And then I have my normal refrigerator, which just has water. Well, that's good. I mean, but I think what Bloomberg's trying to do, I mean, hey, we need to raise the awareness on this and we need to start doing something And, you know, I do it. have to say, we need to do Michelle Obama and, you know, doing her gardens is not going to make it. Yeah, no, gardening she's, is... She's made a start. She's, it's okay. She's done, she's she's done a start, but we've got to go way beyond that. In the city, we're not planting a garden on top of our apartment. Well, you, you know, you, you know I... Uh, Meanwhile, went to a grocery store that I've, I haven't been to in, I don't know, maybe 15 years. And they, you know, they said, apply for this little card and we'll swipe it and you get a discount. So, oh, and, I, and what I was buying, I was restocking the teen floor of just, you know, garbage. The discounts, like our, our entire, the entire system is focused on making you buy the junk food because that's what the discount, you know, the meat wasn't discounted, the produce wasn't discounted, but the chips are discounted, the pop is discounted. So it's like, that's what, what's available to eat is, is we, for we, most of our country, it's, you know, the junk food is what's available. We've got to change it. But anyhow, you're listening to- Wait, no, you guys, wait a minute. So Michelle Obama doing the garden, you know, I think that's to say like eat fresh food. But of course it is, and it or, should be. I like but that. But most people in the who live in this country don't We're have urban. access we to that. We eat cow in the Midwest. You know? Well, yeah. I love and it. cheese. I'm sorry. I still and eat cheese. <laughs> Steady diet of cheese. <laughs> you can look at me. <laughs> Anyway, no, we're I the like, girlfriends. We're going to change into topics because we've got to talk about those special men, those special guys. And you're listening to the girlfriends on web, web radio talk net. It just rolls off your tongue, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Coming back. Whitney, now you're, um, there's this big dinner or something that's going on with Mitt Romney this weekend. Okay, let me tell you this. 
you know, we've got, this is a big week. We have Father's Day coming up. It's my parents' 50th wedding anniversary. Nice. Um, so the whole family's going away. Now, you know how my husband is just such a huge Republican, like just giant Republican. And he comes Has home. Has he always been? Always. Okay. And he comes home and he's like, there's only one thing that I want for Father's Day. Hmm. And I'm thinking, hmm. Because, you know, for most, if, right. you know, you see like there's guys that grill and dads that golf and dads that fish, you know. And uh, I was like, okay. So I'm trying to think like, what is it? New golf club? What, you know, pack of Pro V1s? What? And he's like, I want to have dinner with Mitt Romney. For $50,000. <laughs> and I was like, what? He's like, well, I think we could, you know, I think you should economize a little bit this month so we can, you know, meet Mitt. And he was just so excited about it. I, you know, I was like, okay. Where's okay. that dinner? Where's the dinner? Yeah. Uh, the dinner is at the Public Hotel, Hotel which right. used to be Ambassador East and uh, where the pump room was. Oh, in Chicago. That in Chicago. Very she -she. So, yeah, what no, do you what? wear for that? I'd wear something simple. lovely. Black, wear black. No, I'd wear something, you know. I, I think it's summer. What it's time? Hot. What yeah, time? pink, pink Chanel suit, little pillbox hat. That. No, that was a no, joke. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what time? Is it a dinner? Uh, it is a cocktail uh, and a dinner. Yeah. So, so like is this is a gathering of thousands or just a it, select group? And I would imagine that, that anybody that wants to write the check, right? Yeah. Um, and is it fifty thousand? I don't know what it is, but it's expensive. Is I don't, I don't know, but I know it's expensive. I think there's I like one, Ronnie, there's though. one price for the Gosh. reception and then one price for the dinner. And you saw that he out uh, fundraised uh, Obama. Yeah, I saw that. He's up to like seventy-seven million or something. You know, I'm. I saw. Well, that. I'm not gonna. We're, girlfriends aren't really gonna talk too much about politics, but. Um, I wish there was another way because you know what? We'll never have an Abraham Lincoln if he has to spend all his time raising money. I mean, it, I know it's gone on so long. Why is it about who has the most money? And it shouldn't you know, be about who has the most money. And, you know, everybody, I mean, so many of our friends, even a lot of the Republicans, voted Democratic in the first election for Obama. Um, I think everybody was really behind Obama. I don't know. Now it's just like it's... Well, when you look at the I unemployment think it's up rates... it's right now. And, it's up for grabs, but Obama's a wonderful Now, speaker. Michelle's coming in. Michelle Obama is coming into, uh, I think, Chicago during that same time that Mitt Romney is going to be here. I oh, really? When she's coming because in I for, think yeah. Valerie's... Daughter's getting married, Valerie. Oh, oh. Jared. Okay. Yeah, I think I don't. Know. That's right. It might I, be I read that, but we always also, act like we know him really personally. But no, no I read but there that. was also something that she's coming in for something with getting back to the grads, something with doing something. Oh, maybe with the she's doing a or, commencement or, speech or something. Speaking. She was just here. Uh, Vogue did a party for. It was a fundraiser uh, because I think Anna Wintour, the editor of Vogue, is dating one of the campaign managers on the Obama campaign. Right. And she, they came in and did, it was like a 50-person lunch, but, you know, and my husband, she wear, clearly I wasn't going yeah. to a Democratic yeah. did she wear luncheon. Uh, yeah, I, no, I, I wasn't there. I don't know. Anywho, let's talk about our special guys. Oh, we got to get on and tap on Father's Day. And you are listening to The, the Girlfriends, Girlfriends on webradiotalk.net. Web Let's get on to those special guys. Okay, or what did you? Special guys. Let's. What did you get your husbands last year for Father's Day? Wow, I don't even remember. That might have been a year where I didn't get him anything. I might have been mad at him. I don't remember. 
<laughs> no, I always do it even if I don't want to. Um, Blowjob. <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> sorry, I'm teasing. That's a, just a joke, kids out there. <laughs> no, it's not. God, that's my sister. I'm like, God, that's going to really carry over the She's like, that wasn't away. Father's Day. That was Christmas. Yeah. And I mean, blow out. No, no, no. But Father's Day, um, what do you get for the men that have everything? I, I find it difficult. What I do now, <laughs> I find it really difficult because I'm damned if I do and I'm damned if I don't. Depends on the mood when they get up. Depends on their mood. You know what? It does. Hey, wait a minute. What did, let's, let's talk about Mother's Day. What did they do for you for Mother's yeah, Day? Yeah, hello. Nobody was even around for Mother's See, Day in my family. Pressure no, on ourselves. Can I tell you? Because women make it happen. Women, we make it happen. I know, I agree. We and if do we don't cakes, make it happen, nothing happens. We do happens. the cards. We have the kids present special gifts. We do these gifts. But for Father's Day this year, I think what I... I I think what I'm doing for Barry is just... Um, I think he'll want to go out and play golf and be with the kids and just do cards. I'm not buying gifts. I'm over I the clothes. I can't do any more watches. I can't do... What can you do? I think... I think, I think an experience, an adventure. Uh, Jerry, Jerry has literally takes back every single gift I've ever given him. So... I think we should we do, do a shout-out from the girlfriends right now, here and there, that we don't have... I mean, it's always the women that have to do everything. Why is that? Let's do a shout-out. Let's make a change. A shout-out for what? For women. That it shouldn't always just have to. You just put it out in the universe. Shout out to the girlfriends. Shout out Shout to the now. girlfriends. Shout out. We're making a change. Okay, but still, what are we going to get these guys? Okay, I like to. You know what I think is one of the most important things, and no one ever does it in my. Well, the two older boys do now out in California because I've ingrained it upon their heads. Still working on the husband and the seventeen-year-old, but I think. One of the most important things to do is you start in the morning mm -hmm. by recognizing the day. That's yep. what I we do. We do breakfast in bed for dad. I know. That's I mean, I could go thing. through a birthday and like nobody will say it's my birthday until like 8 o'clock at night. And I'm like, hello, the day has gone by. You know, the day, it is important to do that, but it's before what happens in your household because sometimes I am so angry that I just don't even want to do anything and other times it's going so smoothly <laughs> that like, let's make this really special for dad so it all depends on, on the vibe the vibe and the mood but I think one of the easiest things to do if you're in a good mood and things are going okay which you know depends is you just continually mention throughout the day. Now, this is a no-cost gift. I love you, Daddy. No, but you're just so special, Dad. You're so great, Dad. And they just get high yeah, what of that. What about those big couch potato dads that are out there? It's hard to say, you're special. <laughs> right? They're lying on Bring a couch. Bring them a super-sized yeah, soda. Right. Here's your super-sized soda. <laughs> And your supersized clicker. And yeah. Yeah, get those supersized clickers out. Yeah, supersized clicker. But I you can't right. find it's in the crack in their butt, right? <laughs> You're talking to the girlfriends. <laughs> but I do think it is important, you know, to acknowledge that they're special. And, you know, we are blessed girls. Our dads, our, we are blessed. Our dads, our, our, 
There was a Floridian slip. Yeah, there was a Floridian slip because my dad does live in Florida most of the year. Um, Freudian. Freudian. Yeah, no, it, it's, you know, we, we do need to acknowledge them. They are good dads and we're, we're they are good that dads. We are married to husbands that are good dads. And they probably don't good hear it dads. enough from They're, us. They probably don't hear it enough. And they definitely don't hear it enough from the kids, that's for sure. Um, that is true. And I think that means more to them than anything. And, you know, um, I just feel, you know, that there's really nothing. Like, what can you give them that other than something from your heart? Well, I like uh, to go back yeah, to thinking, really. now, what did I get for Mother's Day? And you know what? I don't think <laughs> it's I got the same thing you did. Yeah, I know. So, hello. I do I have to do something for Father's no. Day? And you know what? I think what they want is just peace and, and recognition. And they yes. want to be validated. They want, yes. Well, they should be validated, but so should I. That's right. I validate all the time. I do too. You're great. That's good. Oh, I, I feel bad for you. You can make it happen. I never get validation. Well, you don't get enough validation. You get some validation, but I don't know. It's tough. You know, okay, it's what tough. would be your ideal Mother's, Mother's Day? Day? Yeah, what would be your ideal way of feeling validated? Big bag of cash. <laughs> <laughs> the Brinks truck pulls out. <laughs> Um, the supersized well, you know bag what? of I, think, I don't think you could ever miss <laughs> the supersized garbage just, bag of cash. Just a supersized <laughs> bag. Of I know. I think, and I've told the boys this, raising three boys, and they go, "Oh, mom, that's so boring." I said, "No, it's not. You can do a lot of different things, but one thing I think a woman always likes: it, flowers. I really do. They make I do. you feel special. Oh, I'm so, absolutely. Oh, I'm not. I think they make you feel special and pretty. I do too." You just I, gave me an ugly face. Well, no, I, the reason why is because because uh, it's give no me brand. beautiful flowers. You know, give me a bouquet well, of right. people that I know. I get a lot. And of you know what? I, what flowers eight hundred. But I love boys the, on the West Coast. I, Guys, love I, the I, I, I with just, a really meaningful note. I, yes. I agree. And not just love, Barry. I'd like to right. have. I love you, Shauna. I'd like a different right. note rather than you're great forever yeah, and ever. You're the best mom. Give me a different note. Let's get inspired. You make it happen. I love you. I am so grateful no, that I you came into things. my life. I want to hear something specific about what I do that makes things happen. I think that's important to put across. And I, I believe that we, the girlfriends, all feel that we do do something special. Duh. Well, we try. I mean, you know, I, that's we the thing. Try. Let's we face overachieve. it. We, you know, I think every day, you know, I do try to make every day special. I do focus on one day at a time. And sometimes I have to slow down and say to myself, do we do stop, much? stop and just enjoy, you know, just be grateful for this moment and, and do we slow do too it down. Much, though? Maybe that's yes. why they get mad at us so much. No, I think we do do too much. I do too. And it goes back to when we talk about being a perfectionist. I know. We try to make the whole thing just presents and wrappings and great food and festivities and the children. And sometimes you just have to... Let it be. Maybe that's what we'll do this Father's Day. Just, just let, let it be. Day and unfold. guess what? Yeah, because you're the leader and you're going to have to make it happen. So again, so I think maybe one of the things that the girlfriends should do this Father's Day is try to, instead of creating this magical day with gifts and dinners and breakfast, just let it be. I mean, that's basically what they do. Does that mean I have to... Except you know, for Christian Grey, who, in shades of 
Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, you just love your Christian Grey. Well, I'm don't dying you? to talk yes. about it. You are just dying to talk yeah, about it. Yeah, because I, I did. I really liked him at the end of the third book. But I'm not going to just. Don't. We're not talking about Shades of Grey now because I girlfriend Shauna hasn't read Shades of Grey. I'm going to do it this, and it, uh, so, this week. Yeah, let's do it, and we'll talk about it next week. Plus, the fact it's been a sellout in all the stores. You know. Well, it's pretty disarming the first book, but the last two books aren't. So, but you can download it. Oh, that's on your and Kindle have, or yeah. on your laptop. Yeah. So you are listening to The Girlfriends on webradiotalk.net. So I guess that means I get to, uh, I don't have to dry rub any meat for the weekend. What does that mean? (laughs) (laughs) I was just thinking if if I'm just going to be, you know, if I'm just going to. Be serendipitous dry, and go with the weekend. Dry, 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 dry. All of our men, what they would like is dry rub meat. No, they would like to have a great session of sex. And you know, once again, I hate to get back down to it, I but think every, sex sells. Yeah. And well, I think what you can't like. just have sex. You have to Why? think about it. because, Well, maybe you can, but don't you have to think about it and create the magic and start no, Guys don't care about magic. <laughs> That, that's, just do it. That, that, that's a woman thing, magic. Guys are, yeah. I don't dry rubbed aged dry meat. What is, <laughs> what is dry rubbed aged Aged, yes. <laughs> what is dry rubbed, what does that mean? It's Jeff? just instead of doing a wet marinade. <laughs> no, come on, seriously. Are you I am totally about serious. Meat? Instead of a wet marinade, like. I, I do a hot and spicy dried HP. I do a dry I do a dry rub. So you take, you know, whatever kind of spices you want and you dry rub the meat and you marinate it. You You're know. talking about food? I'm talking about, <laughs> talking about actual meat. Yes. Okay, you're talking about a mammal? Yeah, uh, yes, I'm, I'm talking about. Uh, no, no, I'm not. I'm not talking about a mammal. I'm talking about an animal. Oh. <laughs> Why do I always get my mammals? I knew and my there was animals? gonna. I knew there was gonna be a tough question in, <laughs> involved in that. I always get my mammals and my animals mixed up for some reason. <laughs> Anyhow, um, it is Father's Day, so to all of the mothers, you know, even to the mothers that really don't like the fathers, let it go. Just okay, what about if you're a kid and you're you have a your parents are divorced and you have a deadbeat dad so and it's sad. Father's Day? I mean, I'm sure those kids have to feel I know sad on Father's Day. Well, it saves on their pocketbook; they don't have to buy presents. <laughs> they don't no, have to no, dry no, rub anything. You know kids don't think that way. Kids don't think that way. They that's a really you know everyone's talking about. Well, I got to be with my dad. I don't know what happens to those kids. That's sad. You know, I, I hope that but they you know think, what? well, when I'm a dad, you know, I'm not going to be that way. That's a very good point. And I so let's put it out in the universe. Yeah. But I think that's, that's a, like we get back to talking about the failure. They're gonna, they, they saw that as an example. They don't want to go there and be that person. And they'll go beyond and be better. Right. So I let's do so. a shout out to all those kids in the world that are going to be celebrating Father's Day on this Sunday without a father. Mm-hmm that they really are empowered to turn it around. Instead of dwelling on the fact that they don't have a dad, they should think about the fact how great their life can be and what a great dad they will become using that using that as a tool for their future. Now, a personal question. Your, your dad has passed. What do you guys, how do you feel on Father's Day? What do you do on Father's Day? Well... 
I'm going to focus no, on my some, husband, but I don't really, we don't really, well, know, sometimes some, we go out to my dad's grave. We yeah. do do that. If we're We've done all that in town, week. we'll go out to, which I really like. We bring the dogs, the dogs pee on the grave. <laughs> <laughs> we all sit around and my mother cleans the grave up and she puts the kids, flowers. All the boys bring a football and they, and toss, they a football. toss football and we say a prayer. And actually the grave site that he's in is very beautiful. There's a beautiful oak tree that, you know, he picked shadows. it. He handpicked it. Yeah, which was great. Wow. So that's me, really meaningful. And the gravesite, the Good Samaritan, which I thought was very fitting, since our father was an orthopedic surgeon. Right. Right. So we. So that know. that's really meaningful. So without doing that, and if we're not all in town, like we'll probably be up at the lake, and I think we just honor Dad. Well, I think Big Bill's going to want to play golf. Oh, that's what absolutely. I mean, that's. Yeah. I, I know Jerry will want to play golf as well. Whitney, I want you and Shelly to pick up golf. I think this summer. You should take some lessons. And Shelly, you should too. How many hours get, does that take? It doesn't matter. It's so nice. It's so beautiful to be out there. And I get, I don't know. My arms hurt when I do that. I, I really, I tried last year. I took lessons. And, you know, the golf pro was just. Yeah, know, the golf pro really liked you. Yeah, he just said, you know, I just don't think I can teach you how to play golf. I can't hit the ball. <laughs> He's like Are 30, yeah, 30 years I've been teaching, you know, people how to play golf and you're the first person I can't, I just can't hit the ball. But he's like, on the upside, I've never laughed this much, ever. And every time he's like, get down on the club, get down on it. I was like, get down on it. You know, and he's like, get down on it. And he's like, are you paying attention? Get down on it. Oh, oh, get down on it. Oh, oh. Yeah, exactly. I couldn't, you know, I, I try. I mean, I'll keep trying, but... I don't know. I just, I've never, everybody in my entire family plays golf, including my sister, who's really a great golfer, I have to say. Um, and because there's so many boys and they're all very competitive, I just it never, I don't know. It's not something, it's not how I want to spend my time. Mm, really isn't. such a great sport. You're Everyone in my open. family, it's same deal. not how I want to spend my time. I'm the only one, same as you, that Me doesn't too. play golf. So we do other things. I mean, you know, hey, do you have to play golf? I don't know. Well, it's sort of like if you, Well, I used to like to sit in a bathing suit. I don't do that anymore. If you want to spend time with your family. <laughs> I used to sit by the pool and look good, but now that's a whole different story. But I, I feel like with my boys and Jerry, if I want to see them or spend time with them, I better learn how to play golf or, you know, like yeah, I'll sit on the what? golf cart with them. But I use that as a great time to get my stuff done. I'm delighted. People say, how can you do it? Your husband plays golf four hours you know, oh, in the summer, I'm like, it. yeah, I love it. Are you kidding? They go, really? You don't miss them? I'm like, no. No. <laughs> you know what? It is great, and it's great for them. My house is really clean. My yeah. house is clean. I get organized. I love it. I read my book. Anyway, all I have to say is to all those dads out there, happy Father's Day to come. It'll yeah. be this Sunday. And we're going to gather, again, the girlfriends. Shelly, Whitney, and Shauna will be back at you next week. We covered some topics today, not all. We've got an exciting show next week to come. So just leave you with a thought, and um, maybe this week to give back, do something for someone else, plant a tree, do your garden, do a good deed, give back. Just smile. Just smile. That's nice. Supersize your smile. And smile. <laughs> yeah. Supersize yeah. your smiles and smiles are free. So spread the love around and the girlfriends next week tune in. Bye. 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 Bye.